Welcome to the Bourbon Book Club, a bookish podcast for readers, writers, and literary lovers alike. Everyone has a seat at our table, so bring a book, grab a drink, and join the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Bourbon Book Club. I know it has been a while since we've released an episode, and I guess it's important to say what we've been doing. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not joined by my amazing co-host, Sydney, and let's jump into what she's been doing. Guys, she has finished her first book, Where the Water Burns. Right now, there may be a little, little bit of things that she's tweaking, but the book is pretty much said and done, and she's given me the honor to be one of the first people to have read it. And not only did I read it, but I devoured it. I have read the book four times now, and each time I learn something new and I fall in love with a character more and more. Again, I feel so honored to, number one, have met this amazing person, but also to have been introduced and shown of this world that she's created and these characters that she talks to on a daily basis. These people who have really taken over her mind and the way that she has done their story justice, just awe-inspiring. It's a riveting novel. It's a riveting book. Um, It's going to be a series. I'm just so excited for what the future holds for her. I'm not trying to apply pressure, but pressure is applied in the sense that I would love to have the second book in my hands. So I am waiting patiently, not so patiently, in the sidelines as she writes the second of this amazing series. Again, it's called Where the Water Burns. Um, These characters will put you through such emotional turmoil, and it is so different than many books that I've read. Um, A lot of the times you have this romantic love that, you know, there's always an antagonist. There's always just this, I don't know, like this sense of constant anxiety when it comes to relationships and books. And in this case, this romance that has been created, there's not this overwhelming amount of um, angst that is thrown my way. I've described the book as something that kind of cradles you. Now, that's not to say that this is a happy-go-lucky book because it absolutely is not. It is a book that is real and in-depth and there is a lot of traumas and a lot of pain. Um, Emotions will definitely be stirred as you read each chapter, but you crave each chapter. You crave the next page, but the book has this I don't want to say false sense of security, but in the beginning it does, Um, this, this warmth to it. Even though the book starts off with pain, you know, as everything in the world has is pain, um, there is just this lull to it where you're kind of feeling a sense of peace and then it starts to build. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but the characters, again, are so beautifully written and I continue to fall more and more in love with them as I read the book over and over again. You, I just can't imagine any person, of course, everyone has opinions, but I can't imagine any person not enjoying some aspect 
of the book. So again, I'm very excited to see where this goes and where she goes with the storyline. But again, she was not able to join me today because I just went into the room, grabbed my mic, and I guess I wanted to speak just to the abyss. And that's where I'm at. Um, what I've been doing, wow, it, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a mess. Um, not in a bad way, not in a good way. It's just been a mess. And I did finish my book. Um, unlike Sydney, I did not complete the final draft. I'm done with the book as far as the first draft goes. And that's something that I'd like to talk a little bit more in depth further into this episode. But um, that's what I've been doing, writing and letting these characters completely take full control of my life and my brain. And I also started uh, a new company doing the same job that I have, but just working for a different company. So there's just been a lot of work that I've had to put into that, a lot of time. That's pretty much where we have been the last few months. Gosh, but I guess part of the reason that I wanted to just get on and speak to the ether is because emotions are so raw right now. The world is so raw right now. Things are happening in the world that, you know, it, it's, it's kind of difficult to stomach. It's difficult to watch. And I don't know, it, it just cements the fact that there is no control that any of us have, um, that things will happen and can happen. And my heart is so devastated. Um, and this kind of brings me into another reason why I just wanted to talk is because at this point, and it didn't just happen this week, which we all know, it depends on when I release this episode, uh, but this last week, Ukraine has been taken over or the start of a takeover by Russia. Um, I'm not into politics. I don't want to get into politics because for me, this is a safe space. The world of politics isn't always safe, but we can't negate the fact that it happened and it's upsetting and it's painful to watch. And I have no idea what to do other than to donate where I can, help where I can. Um, but for a while now, I've found myself in this reading slump. And any book that I've picked up to read, any audiobook that I've started to listen to, I just can't put myself into it. I, my brain is just going a million miles a minute. And this last week especially, I tried so hard to dive into so many different books. Um, I mean, I think I bought altogether 12 books and just in hope, just in hope that one of them will satiate me and will allow me to escape. And I just can't. My brain is just going so fast right now. You never really think of it, but being able to just sit in my house right now and read a book or listen to a book, to even be able to talk, it's a luxury. It's a luxury that we take for granted because not all people would consider that as one. And so it's just become a little bit more difficult. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I don't know if anyone else out there is feeling the same way as I am, where obviously the things that weighed heavy in our lives, the burdens that held us, at least for me, it's, it's not as important anymore. These small, stupid little things that we worry about or think about, 
is just nothing compared to what is going on in the world as a whole. Just right now, um, taking a step back and looking at what's happening in the world, it really becomes eye-opening. That, wow, I truly am a person that has things that I take for granted for every single day. So I'm trying to, I don't know, maybe live a little bit more gratefully. If you're out there and you're struggling too with um, what to do, where to go next, or, you know, you've been struggling for a while, it may not be just what's happening globally, it could just be what's going on in your life. You know, you're not able to pick up the book and read like you once were. Um, I know personally, this has been ha this has been going on for me for a while now, um, and I, it's just kind of coming to a head. I don't say this often, and I don't tell a lot of people this, uh, but I have had um, health problems in the past that has definitely created it to where me talking fluently, um, me finding the right words to say like I once would have been able to can be very difficult. Sometimes I just draw blanks. Um, it's like heavy brain fog and it makes me feel stupid sometimes. Um, or I'm in the crowd with a lot of people and I will feel very self-conscious of my abilities. Um, not just physicality, but also where I land um, intellectually. As I've said before, I didn't finish college. Sometimes I find myself just feeling completely stupid. And that's not to say that any person who has not completed college is stupid. I've met plenty of people who have um, never gone to college and they're probably some of the most intelligent people that I've ever met in my life. It's just where my mind is right now. I feel this brain fog and I feel so incompetent um, and I scale myself against people, which I know I shouldn't do because comparison is, of course, the true death of joy, but it's hard not to. It's hard not to compare yourself. Um, and, and again, the climate, the world that we're living in, there is a lot of comparison. I know that I have this fear of really talking to people who you know, love novels, who love books, who enjoy a lot of the things that I enjoy because sometimes I fall flat. Sometimes I can't always find the right words or sometimes I say things that may be awkward because I am a socially awkward individual. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know where I fall on the scale of like neurodivergency or what, but I know that I am a socially awkward person, that sometimes conversations for me when I think that I'm being sarcastic or funny, it's not the case. And sometimes when I'm just being my authentic and true self, um, you know, I'm typing or talking to someone and they just look at me like, what? Uh, so that can be very difficult. Um, and it makes me go into like a depressive state of, you know, does anyone truly like me? Are the only friends my books? Like, is, is that what it is? And when you can't read, when, I, when you're someone like that who kind of shuts off the rest of the world and decides, okay, well, if I can't have, you know, an abundance of friends or if me putting myself out there makes me just feel lesser than, let me gravitate towards books. Let me pick up a place and, you know, make friends through these novels and through these characters that someone has written for me uh, because obviously they're not going to judge.
because they can't. <laughs> when you can't read those books, it becomes even more isolating. Um, I got to a point where I just couldn't watch television. I couldn't watch YouTube. I, I couldn't watch anything. I couldn't read anything. And I just sat and I thought a lot and contemplated a lot. And this is probably right after I finished writing my book. I just didn't know what to do. Um, and this just brings me into one of the topics that I wanted to talk about, which was writing my book. And I apologize for any sounds of dogs or nature. I have my bedroom window open because it's a chilly day and it's kind of nice. So I just wanted a little bit of nature inside the house. But after I wrote my book, and I say that in such the blandest way, because number one, it doesn't feel real to me. And number two, it's far from written in my mind because there's so much I have to go back and revise. So, I mean, the full battle hasn't even begun in my head. But after I wrote it, after I finished that just last chapter, I felt heartbroken. Um, I felt like Am I doing a justice? Am I doing a service to these characters and to this world that has been plaguing my mind for so long? Am I going to look stupid? Am I going to look silly in front of, you know, the vast majority of people who read it or the two people who will read it ever? Is this going to be good? Am I good enough? I'm comparing myself, you know, to other authors. So then this heavy weight starts sitting on me and I go back and I start to read what I've written and I'm like, oh gosh, I hate that. I hate that. That's so silly. That's so stupid. Why would you write that? And it became even more heartbreaking because I looked at each one of my characters. Um, I looked at my character Chassie, for instance, who I'm fully enamored with, who I am just absolutely in love with. To say I want to do the best for her is such an understatement because she means so much to me. The thing is, is in this book, she's not even the main character, but I know her story. I know it from start to finish, and I want her to come alive. I want the reader to see her in this light that I see her, and I'm so afraid that I'm not doing justice. I'm writing their stories because I want it to sit with people. I want their stories to be heard. And it sounds almost comical because these are characters I've created in my head. It's not like these are real individuals, but they're so real to me. And I love them each for many different reasons. So there is a fear and there's a heaviness and there is this heartbroken girl inside of me who is so afraid to continue writing this book because I am so afraid of what others will think of it. There's only very few things in this life that I can somewhat understand, and that is books. Because I know that in books, there's a start and a finish. I know that there is a body. There's highs and lows. There's a protagonist, an antagonist. And you know, a lot of times, you know how books end. Um, and in the world, we don't. We don't know how it's going to end. We can't follow the plot. So I guess that's just where my mind has been. That's where I've been. And I'm wondering if anyone out there is feeling the same way as me, constantly feeling like this black sheep and that your words are not listened to, or that maybe you're different. Maybe you're seen as different. Or maybe you're not seen as different at all, but you just feel that way. 
Is this a I don't know. Is this a call to people out there who are like me who pick up the words of literature and become friends with these characters because they have a difficult time doing it in real life. They have a difficult time feeling normal. Part of this too is just learning to lean in to a place of unease. If this at all resonated with you, and I hope it did, I hope at least one person feels like this was, um, you know, a striking of the chord for them. I'll feel good. I feel like I did something here. If not, this was just a wonderful way to maybe put my thoughts into the world or put my thoughts into words. I don't know. And that's all for me today. Just remember, we all leave this world broken. The philosophy of the Bourbon Book Club is everyone is welcome at our table. So you bring your brokenness and I'll bring mine. And we'll get through it all together.